I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Wallentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're talking about the history of Veterans Day. So grab your armistice. And let's get civical. Welcome back to Let's Get Civical. I'm Lizzie Stewart. And I'm Arden Wallentowski. And let me say, let me tell it to you straight that when we hopped on this Zoom, I told Arden, (laughs) and I quote, I'm hanging on by a single thread. And that is true. And honestly, so is Arden, who is currently (laughs) sitting with a blanket over her head, Bloody Mary in tow. We're coming with extreme energy today to this recording session. <laughs> I just now look like an Ewok. That's all. You do look like an Ewok now. <laughs> look, the things we do to try to get the sound to constantly improve is out yes. of this world. Out of this world. Out of this world. And I'm obsessed. Because I feel like the the fi- this kind of fix, like I would rather live in a shroud of Turin 
yeah. and like have to gather all of the pillows from around my apartment. So if this True. works, I am happy to do this literally every every recording session. It's yeah. great. I also realized that I feel like I start, you could call 90% of our episodes by saying you and I are in an extreme state of being. And we're I feel just, as though, should I just start tell, updating the listeners when we're doing great? And like... <laughs> <laughs> just assume at like a we're rest. in... Yes, exactly. Just assume we are starting from below zero. Below and if we're anywhere zero. above a one or a two... We will let you know. And we'll we be like, will oh be... my God, I feel great. I feel Wait great. for that day. Right. I had a bath. I oh took my a God, walk. I would love a bath. Love a bath. Anywho, weirdly enough, we have, we're nowhere near the ballpark <laughs> of today's episode topic, which we is are so far true afield. <laughs> Can't get there. Can't get there no. from where we were talking about to where we're going. Classic us <laughs> classic let's get civical but today we're talking about the history of veterans day because veterans day is coming up mark your callies mm-hmm. it's coming up so we thought we'd talk about we've been in like a, a holiday mood not holiday but like a yeah, yeah like holiday. What's the history? a holiday like, a holiday. like why do we have holidays type of yeah vibe recently yeah. so i yeah. wanted to keep the ball rolling because i don't know i mean i know why we would honor veterans right but i don't know how we landed on this day and right after election day i was we got to do more days <laughs> right right i know like we could just have really the beauty of it is that we could have one gigantic we could have two long weekends with a short work week if we made veterans day First of all, it's like not a day that people get off. Like Take I still, off, have, yeah. I still have class. Like give people. Yeah. What is the difference? If Memorial Day is a thing, give people Veterans Day off. But then right. also like make it a make it a same. You know, like same Friday, same Monday, same whatever. And then you could right. do like a holiday for Election Day and a holiday for Veterans Day, and you could have like a two or three day work week, and wouldn't that be the bomb? I mean, here let's normalize. I'm begging. Let's normalize taking off an entire week as a nation from As a work. nation. Yes. I love it. Crazy. Do you know what would happen? People not. would spend money and go places. And do you know what would happen? Well, that Other for people sure, would you know earn money. takes off full weeks and, do- and don't work? Members of Congress <laughs> take yes. off full weeks, chunks of time, where they are in what you call recess. And yes, are they technically working? Sure. But they do not have to be in their physical workspace, no. which is the U.S. Capitol. Yeah. So people who think that that's crazy or lazy or whatever, our true representatives take off so much more time than you think. It's true. So normalize it, people. I'm going to get this campaign started to take mm-hmm. off full weeks. We'll start you at .org. Thank you so much. Thank you yeah. so much. No problem. So before we get started and before we jump into the history of Veterans Day, do you want to talk about today's sources? Yes. Today's Sarsharonin sources, they are coming from defense.gov. Perf. Absolutely. Seems appropriate. Ye old Farmer's Almanac. They had some good info. And some, I we've think been there before. Were, that was, yeah, we've been there before. I think these were the guys who, they, uh, they had some good ideas about how you can celebrate Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. I love. love that. 
a, a little website called Building Homes for Heroes. Great. Celebrating the veterans. Military.com is a great article by Ho Lin. Obviously, our friends at History.com. Obviously. And we couldn't do an episode about Veterans Day without the Veterans Administration. So some things coming from the VA. Love it. Love it. A good group of sources for today. Yes. So let's start with the very basics of Veterans Day, which is who and what we celebrate on Veterans Day. So this is coming from, these notes are coming from the Farmer's Almanac. Veterans Day is an important day set aside to honor and show appreciation for all who have served in the United States military, in wartime or in peacetime, living or deceased. So literally anybody who has ever been enlisted in the military, Veterans Day is for you. Yep. On both Veterans Day and Memorial Day, it is customary to spend time remembering and honoring the countless veterans who have served in the United States military throughout the country's history. However, there is a distinction between the two holidays. So this is good because I, for one, am kind of like, what is the literal difference? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Veterans Day is the day set aside to thank and honor all who have served, living or deceased, but particularly the living veterans among us. Memorial Day specifically commemorates the men and women who died in the service of their country and made the ultimate sacrifice. So therein lies the distinction. Very clear distinction. Totally valid distinction to make i obviously agree with people who have lost their life getting their own separate day of remembrance and then sort of those who are still with us right getting you know veterans day yeah yeah and like we're going to talk about towards the end like it gives the fact that we have a day that allows us to honor and encourages us to honor and thank the veterans who are still living there are lots and lots of things you can do If you want to do that, if you want to celebrate and thank those veterans in a meaningful way. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about how we got here. How did we get Veterans Day? How did she start? did we get here? Mm -hmm. What happened? Veterans Day was originally called Armistice Day, which commemorates the end of World War I. I feel like armistice is a word that looks so much better than it sounds. I completely because agree. I was looking at these notes being like, ooh, Armistice Day. That's a sexy name. Like, why did we change yeah. it? And then you started trying to say the word armistice. And I, I myself am having issues saying the word armistice. Yeah. And now I'm no longer a fan of the word. But on paper, man. On paper, she looks good. She looks like word. official. Like, lots of, like, your ratio of vowels to consonants is yeah. great. Yeah, no. Arm, yummy, like, yummy. On paper, she's good. Uh, like out loud, she's hard to take. She's a bit much. So World War One officially ended when the Treaty of Versailles was signed on June twenty eighth, nineteen nineteen. However, the fighting ended about seven months before that, when the Allies and Germany put into effect and here we go again, armistice on the eleventh hour of the eleventh day of the eleventh month. So okay. eleven a.m. November eleventh. On, on November eleventh. Yeah. So the the deal was in World War One that the Allies 
and the Germans, they got together and they, like, agreed on peace between them. They agreed to end the war. But mm-hmm. they said it wouldn't go into effect until November 11th at 11-11. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess, like, my feel, I guess what I take from this is that they had kind of said, like, unofficially, okay, you know, if you don't bomb us, we won't bomb you. We'll stop fighting. But let's iron out the details. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you break up with somebody and you're like, all right, we're done. But let's we still have like I owe you for bills and I got to get my shit type of deal. But but it's not it wasn't a coincidence that they figured their shit out on 11, 11, 11, 11. (laughs) And that's what I think is funny. It's like this was a, you know, at the time, a very horrific and traumatic war where we're one. Obviously, World War II hadn't, you know, wasn't in, wasn't in our hearts and minds yet. Yeah. And, you know, it, we, everybody wanted the war to be over. But, like, the people at the dippity-dippity-top were like, let's just, let's put this on paper officially. 11-11-11-11, so it's good for the gram. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's the vibe that I get from this. Yes. Armistice, if you will. Yes. I, I feel that. I feel that. The, uh, the yeah. alliteration is not lost on me. Somebody was definitely Good. thinking with a marketing brain. Marketing, this is going to be great. It, like, I bet great. you they were they were peaceful on November 9th. Oh, and yeah. And somebody was like, what if we just wait two days? And then, days. can you imagine the newspaper headlines? November 11th, 11-11. Yum. <laughs> you guys, we're golden. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like people on trenches like, get me out of here. <laughs> get me out of here. I want to care about the alliteration. No, fuck you and your alliteration. So for the reason that it was signed, the armistice was put into effect on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. For that reason, November 11th, 1918 was largely considered the quote, end of the war to end all wars and dubbed armistice day. Sure. Because they had reached this conclusion. In 1926, Congress officially recognized it as the end of the war, and in 1938, it became an official holiday, primarily a day set aside to honor veterans of World War I. So Hmm. at first, it was just like, it was just those guys, because the last war that we had fought had been some time. It was completely different. Like, right then, that last major war was the Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I mean, and those... Those two time periods feel completely different. So I I, kind of, I get it. I get it. Them being like, this day is just for these guys. Right. The first celebration using the term Veterans Day occurred in Birmingham, Alabama in 1947. This National Veterans Day celebration included a parade and other festivities to honor all veterans. Go Birmingham. Yeah. Great city. Love Birmingham. Yeah. They were like, let's. Let's do it up. They, <laughs> Let's do it This up. is why I love the South. They were like, armistice? No. Veteran? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> same thing? Sure. Which is absolutely what I would have done the same way. I'm like, armistice? Absolutely not. Let's not. go with veterans. Right. Let's, Let's go with veterans. Bio. We don't have armistice down here. We have She's veterans. hard to say. She's hard to pronounce. If we're going to party, it's going to get harder yeah. to pronounce her. Veterans. Correct. Correct. So after that, World War II and the Korean War happened. And so on June June 1st, 1954, at the urging of veterans service organizations, Congress amended the commemoration yet again by changing the word 
armistice to veterans so the day would honor American veterans of all wars. Which is so, I mean, again, nobody supports the transition from armistice to veteran more than me. But I also think it's funny that that something as small as like let's oh, let's make it to veterans so that way it that everybody knows it's for all veterans. It's like so would armistice like right right <laughs> just start honoring everybody like it's not <laughs> right, right, it's right, not as right, though right. it was World World War One Day and then they changed it to All Veterans Day right. It was armistice, which could right. just mean that any more blanket we could say yeah we're not just honoring those who fought and died in world war one it's yeah we're opening it up right i guess the only thing with that is that like if it was armistice day not every war ends in an armistice in that same way that world war one did and so then it begs the question that i have not asked and i know but i'm gonna ask you if you know oh god what does armistice mean (laughs) Oh, God. I mean, I thought it was like the agreement that they sign, like, a, like an agreement to stop fighting and, and right, like the terms of that agreement. The World War Two didn't it end in an armistice? It did. But I don't know that I don't know that the Korea like, yes, there was a, an agreement for World War Two, but like the Korean War. I don't really know what happened there. We should do an episode on that. But the- yeah, we'll, do the, we'll do an episode on Korean War, which we won. Question mark? Nobody talks about Korea enough. Uh, Yeah, I think that's Vietnam for sure. We definitely lost Vietnam, but also so like, but that's a great example of like we want to be able to honor those veterans, but we for sure cannot say we run won the Vietnam War. We can't say we won the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq. So like, what do we do with those veterans if we continue to call it armistice? Armistice, which is like a clean ending. Sure. Yeah. Look again. I support it being called Veterans Day. Yeah. It's just a weird... Maybe it was just the fact that they called it Armistice Day to begin with was the mistake. I think that is true because... Well, also, it feels like it morphed from like, yay, the war has ended into let's celebrate our fighters, which yeah. are like can be one and the same, but like obviously over time are going to be two completely different holidays. Right. I also think maybe it's playing into this idea that nobody could imagine a war like this ever happening again because it was oh, so sure. profound and so horrific. And then not 30 years later, we have one that's even worse. Right. And so I think people maybe created Armistice Day, yes, to celebrate truly the veterans of World War One because – they did this thing that was unimaginable and we can just celebrate them till the end of time. And then whoopsie daisies, we're back in the same position, but it's actually worse. So now we have to like broaden the umbrella. Right. We have to let more people in. Yeah. 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 Who could have foreseen World War II? Yeah. So for a while, veterans, the Veterans Day date was changed as well. And it confused everybody. Sure. It's hard to switch a date. When are we, when are we doing this? Congress signed the Uniform Holiday Bill in 1968 to ensure that in, that a few federal holidays, Veterans Day included, would be celebrated on a Monday, 
Officials hoped it would spur travel and other family activities over a long weekend, which would stimulate the economy. Hello, my argument in the beginning. Sure. For some inexplicable reason, the bill set Veterans Day commemorations for the fourth Monday of every October. I At least it's not the Monday after next after when the there's a giraffe the at the gate. One, yeah. like, <laughs> Man. <laughs> Why do we do this? Does anybody own so a calendar? Easy. <laughs> Genuinely asking. Again, I'm not, I, you cannot call me one of our generation's greatest thinkers. That's not what can be associated with my name. No, but, I you mean, know, yes, I can at but... least come up with a couple of ideas that are a little bit better as far as planning days for celebrations. <laughs> Just a couple. Just a couple. Just a couple. On October 25th, 1971, the first Veterans Day under this new bill was held. We're not sure why it took three years to implement, but not surprisingly, there was a lot of confusion about the change. This, sure. All of those words also were all coming from the Department of Defense. So the there Department you have it. The DOD was like, <laughs> I'm looking at the papers and I have no idea what this guy did. Literally, it was like this one guy who just said it's over here and I can't follow the paper trail. I can't follow the paper trail. Point A to point B. No, no. I love it when the Department of Defense is confused. It, yeah. They're, they're literally I'm like. I'm obsessed with it, really. It's, it's literally, quote, we're not sure why it took three years to implement. Yeah. Very curious. <laughs> Just hashtag, hashtag shade. Yeah. But not surprisingly, there was a lot of confusion about the change, and many states were unhappy choosing to continue to recognize the day as they previously had in November. <laughs> states' rights. <laughs> states' rights. <laughs> Go off, Massachusetts. I mean, honestly, that's that's what I love about this country is sometimes the states just go, um, no. <laughs> and you know what? Come get me. Come get me. Come get me. So within a few years, it became pretty apparent some sassy intern at the DOD was having a grand old time with this yeah, copy. Yeah, they were like, I can't do this anymore. They're in no, the Pentagon. This is- like, ugh. <laughs> This oh. is literally like if, if you, Lizzie, interned at the DOD and they were like, write us something, but make it kind of fun. You'd be like, I'd be well, like okay. It became pretty apparent. That most Seems <laughs> obvious to me. Seems <laughs> obvious that most U.S. <laughs> citizens wanted to celebrate Veterans Day on November 11th since it was a matter of historic and patriotic significance. So on September 20th, 1975, President Gerald Ford signed another law, Public Law 9497, which returned the annual observance to its original date starting in 1978. Again, he's like, you got to go three more, three more years of this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah We're not yeah, going to yeah. do it right away. <laughs> We're not going to do it right away. Also, you know, I love that Gerald Ford, bless his literal heart. Literally the one thing he did in his time. One of the, he was like, you know, you know what's going to be my legacy is I'm going to, I'm going to return. I'm going to do what the people are screaming about right now. This is what's on everybody's minds. No, not jail. Veterans Day not being on November 11th. Yes. (laughs) It's like, Gerald, this is like a second term type of deal. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You could have, which you could have had if you you had had not pardoned Nixon. You kind of fumbled the first. (laughs) Yes. 
So Veterans Day continues to be observed on November 11th, regardless of what day of the week it falls, which I think is the big mistake. Like, sure, let's honor veterans that day. But also, if it falls during a weekday, let's observe it on a Monday or a Friday. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, Because I think everybody, veterans included, would prefer for their celebrations to be a holiday, to be one that yes. they can actually spend right. with their families or however they want to spend it. Exactly. Like, what are give we doing them the on a gift Thursday? of not having to work. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. The restoration of the observance of Veterans Day to November 11th not only preserves the historical significance of the date, but helps focus attention on the important purpose of Veterans Day, which is to celebrate and honor Americans' veterans for their patriotism, love of country, and willingness to serve and sacrifice for the common good. Hell yeah. 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 Correct. I am all about the meaning of Veterans Day. Absolutely. I think we've done veterans a disservice by screwing up the planning of this day mm-hmm. and the logistics. Personally. Give them time to be with their families because at some point they didn't see them for a while. Sure. Just literally give them the day to do whatever it is they yeah. want to do. It's a day. It's a day. It's a day. We're going to take a quick break for a little word from our sponsors. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about some statistics about our veterans. So a lot of these notes are coming from 
buildinghomesandhistory.com. So it is estimated that more than 1 million Americans have died in all U.S. wars combined. The effects of PTSD are being widely recognized every day. According to a report by the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs, an average of 20 veterans die per day from suicide. Some more stats. While women have played a pivotal role in all wars dating back to the Revolutionary War, it was in 2013 when the military's ban on women serving in combat was lifted, and about one in every five active-duty military today are women, equal approximately to about 250,000 women serving in active military duty. Yeah. It's pretty wild that yeah. it was 2013 when women could serve in combat. It was crazy you know? because I remember when that happened, I was at Columbia Me too. at the time. And I was, I mean, small, little known fact about, about Columbia University, they have a really high percentage of military veterans, which they call mil vets. Oh. It's basically because they have like a when you apply, like if basically if you're not 18 and it doesn't matter if you're, if you took a gap year or did like a mission year or whatever, or you served in mil- in the military, you apply to like a different undergraduate school. And so a lot of, the, there are a lot of veterans that apply. And I was in, I think it was my accounting class and it, there was like a, I, I think this had just happened like either the day before or that morning. And the guy who I always sat next to, who was a military veteran, who was really lovely, was basically like anti mm. this new move. And I was so surprised because I was like, really? But you're so like sweet and nice. And his role in the military was that he had been like a, I think he had been a chaplain or something like that. Like, mm. You know, and I was like, this is so bizarre. Like, I was so, I, I just remember, yeah. like, being like, really? But you're so, well, like. It's, it's hard to wrap my head around the arguments against women's, women serving in active military combat. I mean, he basically was like, like, would a woman be able to carry a man off a battlefield? And I'm like. Yeah. I, 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 but there she- are plenty of women who are stronger than men. Right. But also there are like some really heavy dudes that could get hurt and you're going to like trust that some lightweight dude can carry that. Heavy exactly. Dude That's what I mean. Is that like, like what? No. Physical strength. Yeah. I think genetically men are predispositioned to be naturally yes. able to build muscle muscle quicker. And they I would say more men are stronger than women across the board. Right. But yeah. there are women who are stronger than men. Yeah. Just because you are a man does not mean that there are, you are stronger than every woman, you know? No, absolutely not. So, yeah, it's like, also, you know, I think now that we're getting especially into the realm of combat is becoming less and less face-to-face combat. Yes, exactly. Um, and has been pretty yeah. much for the past 10 to 15 years. Combat is way more... Uh, artillery based, I guess, and yeah, like machine like te- based. Yes, absolutely. I think you could have made an argument back in the day that hand to hand combat, you had, you know, that that would have heightened the risk of of women being overpowered by men way right. more than now is what I would right. say. I agree. I agree um, with that. 
But yeah, it's a really weird argument to me to make. Because I do feel like if somebody wants to serve and fight for their country, they should be able to. Unless for some reason they have like a, a medical issue that would prevent them from being able to, you know, that would make them a liability, I guess, you know? Yes, like, I agree. I, that's the only thing I can think of. And I can't even think of like what a legitimate medical issue would be. So I may even walk back that statement at some point because I think it's such a nuanced case by case basis. Like, you know, sometimes it's not like a, you know, maybe a physical thing. Although I do think that if you're going to go into a battlefield, like you probably need all your limbs and the ability to like take an impact, you know, it take an impact to some extent, but you also, they also need to make sure that you're mentally sound. Sure. And yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with there being any sort of like fitness test. (laughs) To yeah. get entry into like serving in active combat. Yeah. I think that's valid. But I think a general thing to say women can't serve in active combat is fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. I think any blanket, this entire group cannot serve. Oh, no. Is that's wild crap. and absolutely I think- ridiculous. I think any statement that says this entire group is this way, this entire group is that way. What, like, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, by, you're, by you're playing into a bias that is <laughs> right. so profoundly ignorant. So profound. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. You're joking? joking. Plenty of women who could kick your ass. Yep. A S S. So, yeah, I don't know. Come at me if you feel as though women shouldn't serve in active combat. I'm genuinely curious as to what the actual, what any argument is yeah. against it. Agreed. But anyways, continuing on with the notes. Um, these are, we're still on sort of statistics about veterans uh, in the U.S. today. Kind of the overall makeup and uh, stats. So today, there are approximately 21 million veterans still living in the U.S. Every Veterans Day and Memorial Day, Arlington National Cemetery holds an annual memorial service, and the cemetery is home to the graves of over 400,000 people, most of whom served in the military. I think we touched on Arlington in Memorial Day, in in our Memorial Day episode. Yeah. 18.2 million living veterans served during at least one war as of 2018. 7 million veterans still living served during the Vietnam War. And 3 million veterans have served in support of the war on terrorism, which I would assume means Afghanistan and Iraq primarily. Of the 16 million Americans who served during World War II, about 325,000 were still alive as of 2020. That's crazy. That's nuts. I guess, I mean, it's just like World War II feels like so a different time. I mean, it was, obviously, but the fact that there are still connectors to that time is wild. Like, they would have to be... They're, yeah, they're very old at this like point. The, they would have to be like 100 and have joined mm-hmm. when they were like 18, 19. Yeah. Yeah. Which, when you think about it, I mean, 
the the draft caused that. Yeah. You know, the whole vibe of World War II was that if you were if you were young, mm-hmm. a, a young male that was of good health and was over 18 or 18 or over, you were expected to join. Yeah. Like if you didn't enlist, it was, there was a stigma around that. Yeah. Because the I mean, the war was so much. No, yeah. I had a um a great uncle who went to France and came back. Mm. And I can't I feel like he died even just recently, like in the last four or five years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they most of them were so young. Yeah. So anyways, stat for that. And then two million veterans served during the Korean War. And as of 2019, the top three states with the highest percentage of veterans were Virginia, Wyoming, and Alaska. What an interesting I know. combination of states. I feel this, I like, Virginia makes sense, but then Wyoming and Alaska just makes me feel like, ah, a lot of people wanted to, like, not, like, be in nature. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Or they wanted to, like, get out of there. Yeah, I mean, because we've talked about Wyoming and Alaska, I guess, but Wyoming notoriously having, like, no people. So the fact that the highest percentage of veterans, that's one of the three states, is shocking. Yeah, absolutely. Because you would think it would be more. But I guess then if you thought it would be from, like, higher population states, then... I guess there's just that many more people who wouldn't go into the military or into service. Mm. You know, I don't know. It's it's a statistics game. A conundrum. So the Veterans Day, the way we celebrate it is it's an American holiday for U.S.Dot and it's veterans. But other countries do celebrate the holiday in their own way. World War One was a multinational effort. So it makes sense that our allies also wanted to celebrate their veterans on November 11th. The name of the day and the types of commemorations differ, but various allies do celebrate their veterans on that day. Canada and Australia both call November 11th Remembrance Day. Canada's observance is pretty similar to our own, except that many of its citizens wear red poppy flowers to honor their dead, uh, their war dead, which I remember from growing up. Yeah, Memorial I remember Day we do poppy flowers. Poppy, that's what it is. That's what it mm-hmm. is. Because my mom would always be like, go give money to that veteran. So they, And With they the would poppies, always be yeah. wearing like a poppy flower. Yeah. In Australia, the day is more akin to our memorial holiday. Great Britain also calls it Remembrance Day, but observes it on the Sunday closest to November 11th, which makes a little bit more sense. Sure. And they celebrate it with parades, services, and two minutes of silence in London to honor those who lost their lives in war, which is what it started out as. Uh, and I, I think in some ways we're still, I mean, we are still supposed to do that, observe like mm-hmm. two minutes of silence at 11 a.m. on November 11th. But it's much less formal, I think, than it is in other countries. Well, let's talk about my favorite thing in the world, which is fun facts, fun facts, fun facts, fun facts, fun facts about Veterans Day itself. So the lack of apostrophe might seem like a semantic choice, but it has a definite and deliberate meaning. According to the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs, Veterans Day is not a day that belongs to veterans. It is a day for honoring veterans directly in front of us right now. Which is a weird, I mean, I also feel like, why doesn't it belong to them? 
<laughs> you know? Oh. Oh. But I see what they're saying. Like, they're trying to make it all, like, they're trying to help everybody share in the celebration. Whereas I feel like if it was veterans apostrophe, it would be like, this it's day is ours. Veterans now kindly. who should be celebrating. Yeah. Like, kindly no gout. Mm. Like, go sit down now, you know, a little bit. Yeah. Whereas this way, they they can celebrate, but we also can celebrate and thank them and do whatever, you know. Yeah. We can I feel as though I've contribute. never even considered that there no. was no apostrophe. <laughs> no. Like, this feels like an overthinking of the moment <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> but sure, fair, love it. Following the outbreak of World War II and the revelation that World War I did not end all wars, the idea of commemorating Armistice Day began to fall out of favor with a small group of Americans led by Dr. Francis Carr Stifler of the American Bibleist Society. Oh, no. I bet he's fun at parties. Mm. The group proposed that Armistice Day be officially replaced with Mayflower Day. Oh, oh yeah. God. Get it. Since the signing of the Mayflower Compact took place on November 11th, 1620. <laughs> I feel like Francis is missing the moment altogether. He's but missing the off. moment. He's a couple hundred years too late. Yeah, I understand that like the World War One didn't end all wars. So let's kind of let's forget about the veterans. Remember the Mayflower? <laughs> Don't give up Consider. The ship. Consider. <laughs> They argued that this whole name would be far more appropriate since the Mayflower Compact was the cornerstone upon which the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights stood. Okay, nerd alert. <laughs> like, what? I mean, I get it. You want the Mayflower Compact to be legitimate and seen, sure, but the a whole day? The whole day. No. Francis was not popular gonna... in school. We should absolutely do an episode on the Mayflower Compact. Side oh, note for side note. Dr. Francis. Yes. In an honor of him. He gets he gets honorable mention in that episode. Yes. And so obviously uh, the group's idea did not catch on and Armistice Day eventually became Veterans Day. And that is what we know and love today. Yes. Missed opportunity for Mayflower Day. Such really. a shame. It's such a shame. I, you know what? Let's do both. Put, we'll celebrate. Why not both? Let's move Veterans Day to the first Monday after the Tuesday next with flowers in hand and balloons. And then we'll keep Mayflower Day on November 11th and we'll just make it a big, long holiday week. It'll, and that'll be the week that I crave to yeah. have off. <laughs> you know what? It's right before the holidays. I, I foresee I, I foresee great things for this week. Thanksgiving preparation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So all joking aside, celebrating Veterans Day is a real thing. And we should be thanking the 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 men and women and individuals who have fought for our country in the various wars that are recent in our memory and those that are more distant. And if you would like to do that, there are ways that you can celebrate Veterans Day and honor veterans. 
So like I said at the top, all of these are coming from the Farmer's Almanac. So if you are not close to a veteran, you can write a thank you card and drop it off at a VA hospital. If you are not in time for this Veterans Day, that's fine. A thoughtful card is appreciated any time of year. Or you can contact Operation Gratitude, which sends letters of thanks and care packages to veterans as well as deployed vets. So like, yeah, a card. Like, anything. You can send a card. You can send so a small. care package. And like, you can find, there's um a, other, a couple other organizations that I'll talk about, but like, you can contact them and you can literally just give them money. And sure. they will do, do the good thing for you. Yeah, it's so easy. It's, it's so, so easy. easy. There's no excuse. No. You can place a small flag on every veteran's grave. So that would be a lot. But, you know, go. you, you can buy a, a package of small American flags. Go to your cemetery. <laughs> like, literally, you can go to your neighborhood cemetery or town cemetery. There are veterans there, I promise. And they're labeled. Mm-hmm. Their graves are labeled. So if you wanted to go... It is a beautiful, it could be a beautiful fall day, walk mm-hmm. through a cemetery, one of my favorite things to do, and that is not a joke, and just, you know, honor them with some flags. This is an annual tradition for many scout troops, and in some states there are Operation Flags for Vets organizations, so you can call your local, you should call your local cemetery first and ask for permission, but you can do it on your own, you can see if there's an Operation Flags for Vets in your state, in your community, in your neighborhood. And go honor them and remember them. You can also help bring disabled vets to their doctor's appointments. So you can contact a hospital service coordinator at your local Veterans Affairs Hospital. And they can set you up with how you can drive disabled veterans to their doctor's appointments. That's like a real thing that helps a person in their real life. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. I loved this list. I found this and I was like, we should just be doing these all the time and not just for like veterans, but for like the elderly and people who live alone. And yeah, like they're just things we should be doing to help people on a daily basis. If you like to make charitable donations, contributions, consider helping wounded veterans or sponsor an honor flight to send veterans of World War II, Korea and Vietnam to DC to see their national monuments. Love that. Like my heart, mm, yeah. my heart. And I want, I would like that reminded me. And I think I put this in like our planning doc that next year I was like, we should talk about the monuments for like Veterans Day yeah. Memorial Day. Yeah. 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 But that one, I was like, oh my God, my heartstrings. Cause I, having been to Omaha Beach, mm. um, it's so just profound to go there. And I was like, I'm, sh- and I'm sure that a lot of the veterans who, you know, survived that landing a lot. I'm sure a lot of them didn't go back and, and some of them probably for monetary reasons. So it's just heartbreaking to think that like these, this, the place that I was standing was such a formidable moment for a lot of, for the lives of a lot of those men. And it's something that they saw on a horrific day on a, for a horrific moment and they'll never see it. Yeah. This is, I included this one. It's a little hokey, but I was like, like, like this one speaks to me as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can read the poem in Flanders Fields by John McRae and reflect on the poem's significance to veterans. Because I think that a lot of this, you know, I, I feel like you'll agree. Like there's a connection to art and like art helps us connect, connect to our fellow man. And if we want to somehow understand the experience of veterans, because sometimes they don't want to talk about their experience fighting. Yeah. 
But yeah. if you want to have some kind of connection to that or maybe, you know, experience it in, in an artistic way, that that could be a really great way to do that. Yeah. Read a poem. It's a great list. It's yeah, a great list. list. Do one of them. Do all of them. Do something not on the list. Yeah. But anything to honor the veterans on Veterans Day, I think, is amazing. Yeah. And I think it get lost. it gets lost in the shuffle of time and it just becomes another day of the week. But I think whatever you can do to just take a pause is great. And you should. And with that, that is the end of our Veterans Day episode. So happy Veterans Day. It's coming happy up. Happy Veterans Day. November 11th, 2021. Celebrate it. And in the meantime, we love you so, so much. And if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. As always, you can rate us, you can review us, and you can subscribe to us. We love you so, so much, and we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.